0: We're talking money, huh? Yes. Uh, Your bank account, is it looking good? Your investments, are they looking good? Are you doing the right thing or are you struggling? Are you plodding along? Yes. Uh, Author of um, My Money, Gerald Nguandiambela, joining us online. And, of course, we are talking about uh, cryptocurrencies. He will break it down for you. But just before we go to Gerald, just to recap from Leanne Lamini, Nelly Futaldo, All Good Things. I, th- I remember Zay Khan asked me about this Bitcoin thing. Miss B, I'm like, whoo, Zay, you're asking the wrong really? person. I'm not so sure because I'm not really uh, in the finances business. And my finances, for me to pass finances, yay, yeah. I had to do acrobatics, swing I chandeliers.
1: You did, you did it.
0: So you can only imagine. If you want uh, safety with your money, please don't ask me intricate questions because... I'm not going to give you solid answers. I'm just putting it out there. So cryptocurrency digital asset designed to work as a medium of exchange using um, cryptography to secure transactions. Bitcoin became the first decentralized cryptocurrency in 2009. Since then, numerous uh, cryptocurrencies have been created. These are frequently called uh, altcoins as a blend of Bitcoin alternative. And of course, Gerald will break it down. Good to have you on radio, Gerald.
2: Hey, good afternoon, Berta. Good afternoon to Radio 2000.
0: Oh, this language is just becoming too much of a jargon for me, cryptocurrency, cryptography. Woo, I need Google to understand all this jargon. So can you simplify for us what cryptocurrencies are?
2: Okay, the first thing we need to realize when you are talking cryptocurrency, it is encrypted. You know, it comes from the word encrypted. It's supposed to be secure. It's a secure currency in which lives in the virtual world now essentially a lot of us are already trading virtually if you look at the money you swipe on your bank money can come into your account you are paid but you paid someone else but the money never ever touched your hands. it just existed in a virtual land you saw a balance and the balance disappeared and it's that money is backed by a banking system and that money is backed by a central bank so you've got the south african reserve bank at the back of it all and then the banks get money from there, their bank there, and then you bank with your bank. And essentially, whenever you do an electronic transaction, it's a cryptic type of transaction because it's supposed to be secure. Mm. So what a few um, developers decided a few years ago is that, well, look, um, central banks, they set exchange rates, they control the money. Why don't we create our own virtual currency? So cryptography or cryptocurrencies are virtual currencies which exist a virtual world on the internet and that's where um they exist where people created these things they call them blockchains and the biggest cryptocurrency is bitcoin and the other one is called ethereum but there's over 900 um cryptocurrencies so it's something that's very new now there's two schools of thoughts when it comes to cryptocurrencies other people are saying look how can you create money which doesn't exist where is it coming from? What is it backed by? Mm-hmm. Um, it can't be real. So some people, such as the CEO of JP Morgan in the US, said, look, cryptocurrencies are like, remember, in, there was a time in the 14 or 1500s when in Holland they were trading tulips. They decided flowers were money.
0: Yeah. And they're saying,
2: look, this thing is the same thing. That's what one school of thought is saying. Whereas the next school of thought is saying cryptocurrencies are the currencies." of the future. And you've already had countries like Japan accepting cryptocurrencies um, as an official trading currency and even pick and pay. Um, the other day said that they're taking Bitcoin to pay. So that's all it is. Now, the biggest question, Bertha, is how real is it? Anything that's new, that's untested, that hasn't stood the test of time is always something you need to look at it with caution. And yes, a lot of financial planners and advisors at this moment would say, look, we don't understand this thing well enough. I'd rather not have a comment or say anything. Cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin was $5,000 US dollars, um, per Bitcoin just a week or two ago. Now it's down to almost 2500 People are saying it's collapsed. Um, we don't know. But if you were to ask me, Bertha, which you are, and I think you are planning on asking me, where should I buy cryptocurrency or Bitcoin? All I can say is, look, um, it looks like it's gone up and it's coming down. Yeah. and. Um, my question is, if you buy it now, you have to believe that it has a future. Um, mm-hmm. If you believe that it's something that won't last, then I'll probably say, look, don't, don't look at it. Um, it's had its time in the sun. Um, there's 900 other cryptocurrencies. If you rather want to play around, don't go for the one that's costing you $2,500, mm-hmm. US dollars per coin. Rather buy a, 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 an obscure cryptocurrency and play around there. You might get lucky, just like those... Who bought Bitcoin a year or two ago at $80 or $50, got.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so technically, I'm going to throw this to you, Gerald. Technically, when Zimbabwe uses livestock, that could be the cryptocurrency. Could we say that? In oh well, no. Chance.
2: Livestock is backed by something. A currency traditionally, Bertha, was backed by gold. So the reason why money existed was because they, they would say, look, we've got... I've got a million rand worth of gold, so we're going to write pieces of paper which add up to a million mm-hmm. rand. And when those papers are handed in, you can actually go and get your piece of gold. So ah. it's backed by something. Yeah. Um, similarly, what you're talking about, livestock um, as a trading measure, there's a cow at the end of it all. So even though I'm getting a statement saying there's a cow somewhere, I can go and claim that cow back. The problem with cryptocurrency is you're giving them real money but you don't know where it's coming from. Plus, they say you can mine in this thing. So very clever people with computers create this cryptocurrency. And that's where the obscurity comes in. And they invent of the cryptocurrency. They say he's a virtual person. He's never existed. He never walked. They like created a guy who just, they named and said created this thing. So to me, you know, the, the, I, I stand in the middle. I stand to say, look, um, I'm watching, watching very cautiously. If mm-hmm. um, cryptocurrencies stand the test of time, then indeed I would start looking at them as an investment. At the moment, it's still too new, it's too too much of a fad. It's still one of those things where they said computer programmers decided they want to make money, they created a fake currency, they take all the real money, and then before you know it, it's gone. And, it's, and, 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 and that's really the problem, because whenever you're dealing with an exchange of value, there has to be an asset backing that thing. And yeah. with cryptocurrencies there's no asset backing it it's simply ones and zeros which exist on the internet
0: mm. so okay let's just get some clarity for somebody who's listening maybe they've missed this point if we buy a bitcoin what is the value currently and is it the same value everywhere in the
1: world
2: yes it's the same value everywhere in the world because the internet is everywhere in the world so it's, it's, it's transparent in that point. And I think that's one of the things which um, a lot of people do say about Bitcoin, saying that um, it's transparent, there's no one setting an exchange rate. But if you really want to know, um, a Bitcoin right now is 2,940 um, uh, British pounds, because I'm in the UK right now, but let's do it in US dollars. It's about 3,000 US dollars per Bitcoin at this particular point. But a week hmm. or two ago, it was sitting at 3,000.
0: Ah, Okay. So, so there seems to be, uh, you know, regulatory changes that first um, have to be overcome before such payment me- mechanisms uh, can be offered commercially to customers. Paying with a Bitcoin at the grocery store. I mean, is, is that really possible at all?
2: Well, they say it is, but yes, it's what you're saying. Because for me to start accepting this payment method, I want to know that if things go wrong, Where do I get my money? Now, if the Mm. money is is existing on a virtual environment, on some email account or on some server somewhere, it becomes very similar to those pyramid schemes where it was there, but now it's gone. You'd log on and it's not logging on anymore and it's finished. And that's the problem. If it is indeed a currency which exists and should exist, there should be some measure of backing it somewhere eventually you need to have an asset because money is an exchange of value. To exchange value I need to be holding something of value which is of value to you and we exchange. Now me simply sending you an email, I would send you an email right now, better and say you've got ten thousand Bitcoin, put money in my account. And then where are they? Where are these Bitcoin? How can I touch this Bitcoin? Mm. That's where we are right now in that it's a virtual currency. And literally, a lot of people are also being scammed. People are opening websites where they say you are buying Bitcoin. You buy this thing. You get an email. You are happy. Halala, halala, I bought Bitcoin. Next thing you log on to that account, dololo.
0: Yeah, that's a bit of a yeah, it's a challenge. So how do you differentiate, how, how do you differentiate between good investment with great potential? And as an investor, what sort of questions should I ask? I think
2: the most important thing is with any investment you need to do due diligence because bitcoin is something which falls under you know you look a risky asset so everyone has a different risk appetite you and Lebo are not the same maybe she likes the high life she likes roller coasters when you might not like that you might like to go on a stagecoach Everybody has a different risk appetite. And for some people, they are willing to go into this thing with their eyes wide open, knowing that they might make money or it might all go away. The most important thing is we need to understand that when we invest, we could lose. And I think the moment you can't start understanding the fact that there's potential of loss, you start to measure your own risk in understanding how much am I willing to lose? For some people, it's very little. For some people, it's like, you know what? If I can double my money tomorrow, I'm okay. But Mm. if it goes, it's still okay because that money, I was not using it for something. The problem arises when you use the money which you were supposed to buy breakfast tomorrow to buy a risky asset, and then tomorrow you go hungry because things don't go as you planned. Because... When it comes to investing, things don't always go as you plan. They say past performance is not an indicator of future performance. That's the standard disclaimer when you talk any kind of investment.
0: Mm. So do you recommend uh, cryptocurrencies as good investments to look into then?
2: I will not recommend it. Not live on end, not now. Mm-hmm. Not now. I think I, I'm still watching very closely. I, I, I'm more of the, this thing must stand time and I, I need to understand it. And as much as I, as I believe that there's a lot of people out there who are very smart, who do smart things, until I can understand what I'm investing in, I'd rather not do it. And that should be your golden rule. If you don't understand the investment, don't do it. Don't, uh, don't do the investment because the person who's telling you understands it. Because the person who's telling you and understands it might not be there tomorrow to help you. Do something you fully understand. I'm buying a house. There's bricks. There's a door. There's a window. I'm buying this. There's land. I'm buying a cow. Moo, I can see it. I'm buying a chicken. I'd rather do that because I've seen these things live and breathe. Cryptocurrency, I don't own one. I've never seen anyone who owns one. So the jury is out. I would say, look, do it with extreme caution. It's a very high risk investment.
0: Wow. I think I'm answered. Wherever Zai is, I'm sure she's also answered. If Mm -hmm. she's not, we will pass on the message. But thank you so much for joining us, Gerald. Thank you so much for chatting to us. That was very clear and straight to the point. And I like the fact that you're not mincing your words.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. We can't mince our words. When it comes to money, Betha, it's your money. You work so hard for it. You need to respect your money, and the money must work for you. You can't be a slave for money. You are the money master. And I want everyone who listens to Radio 2000 Money Tuesdays to be a money master. Not a money slave.
0: Thank you so much. Enjoy the UK. Thanks a million for Thank chatting you. to us. Okay, right. bye for now. That's uh, Gerald Mundi. i the author of My Money, and talking about cryptocurrencies, and of course, some of them, like he says, it's just like any other investment. It's like a, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Doing business on the JSE, and then you invest in a company, you put some, some money on a company, and the company performs well, your dividends are fantastic. And then maybe next week that company does something foolish, and guess what? All your dividends poof into the air.
3: Join the Radio 2000 digital community. Be part of the positive community. And interact with your favorite Radio 2000 personalities. Keep informed about breaking news and current issues. Win tickets, for music, sports events with Radio 2000 using the hashtag win with 2000 It's a pun. Radio 2000 continues to inform and engage you. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Radio 2000 z Radio 2000. Our music, your memories. Lunch with Bertha Chiruma.
1: 1, 2, 5,
0: 8, to 3. At Kirkwallam, all I do. Lunch on 2000. Yes, a beautiful surprise. Beyond myself, I have to say put a new album titled hashtag love covers And I like the fact that you know what you've got that touch of inspiration.
4: I'm, I'm in love So let me let me say that I'm in love with two people I'm in love with a girl named Ruby and she's sitting next to me. I wish you could see her So that's the horizontal, but I'm also vertically in love with a man His name is Jesus and this is my inspiration. There it is. I put it all out there Lunch with Bertha
3: Chiruma, 1, 2, friday 12 to 3,
4: 1, 2, friday 12 to 3. SABC3 is offering you the chance to join us on an inspirational journey on board the luxurious MSC Sinfonia cruise ship. On the weekend of the 23rd to the 26th of February 2018, we'll be embarking from Durban and heading out to Portuguese Island on a truly incredible experience. Real Talk with Anele and Trending SA will be on board, interviewing phenomenal guests who you'll have the once-in-a-lifetime chance to meet face-to-face. Plus, you'll have the unforgettable opportunity to attend sessions and talks by other top SA celebs and motivational speakers, from business, finance and politics, through to entertainment, the arts, sports and more you can secure your place on board with a deposit of only three thousand rand per cabin and the sooner you book the better the price so book now to avoid disappointment for bookings and more info go to the don't be left behind the journey brought to life by sabc3 this year the durban
3: ICC will come alive again with another stellar lineup of business leaders and luminaries such as Bishop T.D. Jakes, Dr. Judy Zamini, Reverend L Sharpton, Johanna Mugoki, Joe Scott, Fred Kumalo, Vivian Reddy, and many more. Join us from the 26th of September to the 1st of October at the Durban ICC, Essence Festival Durban 2017, firing Africa with inspiration. Visit EssenceFestivalDurban.com for more info. Brought to you by Etanguini Municipality. The, the music, music face off, off on lunch on 2000. Vote for the double play you want to hear. 089-10-2000. On your mobile. This is Radio 2000 News.
1: Top stories. Finance Minister meets with PIC board and police fire tear guests at protesters in Kenya. Good afternoon. I'm Kumbuzile Tabete. A meeting between Finance Minister Malusi Gigaba and the Board of the Public Investment Corporation is underway. The meeting will discuss reports that government allegedly wants to use money from the government employees' pension fund to bail out cash strapped state owned companies. Gigaba has, however, rejected the reports. Labor Federation Kasati has again rejected any attempt by government to use workers' retirement savings to bail out SOEs such as South African Airways, Kasati General Secretary Begin Jalinjali briefed the media in Johannesburg.
2: We will not allow the PIC to be looted the same way that ESCOM and other state-owned enterprises have been looted. We will not allow our members' retirement savings to be handed over to Mr. Dumienis Airline, the South African Airways.
1: Meanwhile, the union has also rejected efforts to have a consensus over who should succeed President Jacob Zuma as leader of the ANC. This is in reaction to an initiative led by Mpumalanga Premier David Mabuza to force the party leadership to agree on a neutral candidate to avoid a bruising leadership battle between Presidential hopefuls Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma and Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa. Kasati's Second Deputy President Zingi Swalosi has given their view on the matter at a media briefing in Johannesburg. You can't then be saying, let us collapse the Nkosazana Zuma campaign, the Cyril Ramaphosa campaign, and find a neutral campaign. And in the neutral campaign, you are finding yourself in it. You are pronouncing that you are ready. It can not be you, a unifier put his interest or her interest aside. And yourself as a unifier, you don't proclaim your interest in the process. In other news, the National Police Investigation Unit is working around the clock to apprehend five suspects involved in the robbery of a group of Dutch tourists over the Heritage Day weekend. The group of elderly tourists were on their way from Tambo International Airport to Fourways in Johannesburg when the bus they were traveling in was stopped by men dressed in police uniform. They were then robbed of all their belongings. One of the tourists was injured in the incident. National Police spokesperson is... So, all five
2: suspects robbed the tourists of their personal belongings, including electronic equipment, jewelry, luggage, and so forth. Given the seriousness of this incident, we have dedicated the investigation to a group of seasoned investigators.
1: Tourism Minister Togozile Kwasa says government intends to increase the number of international tourists visiting the country by 5 million over the next five years. The minister has been delivering a public lecture on World Tourism Day celebrations at the University of Mpomalanga in Bombela. Kwasa says 10 million international tourists visited the country last year, making a positive contribution to the economy. She says the tourism sector creates over 700,000 jobs. In order to ensure that the massive economic potential is enabled through the so-called traditional dominant tourism economic sectors, we are looking at focusing our attention on rural tourism, medical tourism, agro-tourism, culture and heritage tourism, science and technology, marine and coastal tourism, township tourism, and community-based tourism. And finally, police in Kenya have fired tear gas at demonstrators pushing for the removal of Electoral Commission officials. Leader of the official opposition coalition, NASA, Raila Odinga, says his party will stop at nothing until the electoral officials who they say bungled last month's presidential elections in the country in which Uhuru Kenyatta was declared the winner. The Kenyan Supreme Court annulled the results earlier this month, ordering that fresh presidential elections be held on the 17th of October to the markets now the rand is trading at 13.34 to the US dollar 17.92 to pound sterling and 15.73 to the euro gold 1,301 dollars platinum 931 dollars an ounce the price of Brent crude oil 58 dollars 77 cents a barrel the top story at uh, 2, a meeting between Finance Minister Malusiki Gaba and the Board of the Public Investment Corporation is underway. The meeting will discuss reports that government allegedly wants to use money from the government employees' pension fund to bail out cash-strapped state, uh, state-owned enterprises. For Radio 2000 News at 2 o'clock, I'm Kumbuzile Zile Tabeta, Headlines at 2.30. <laughs>
3: Get it first, on your mobile, on the web, and on your dial. This is Radio 2000 Sport. Six
1: minutes after two o'clock with me, Levin Sweaty. Sport headlines are six minutes after two. Malaysia Grand Prix will be hard to replace, says Hamilton. The ICC explains some of the changes to the laws of cricket and W, that's Western Province, and the Blobola. They are set for quite a critical clash. But Mondo's stories at
3: 2.30. OR Zambo. We know you gave it your all. This generation will give it all to keep the South African dream alive. The South African dream alive.
2: Instead of changing the constitution so as to accommodate the just demands of the majority of the people, they're changing the constitution to perpetuate the status quo. The resultant development from that is of course a continuation of I'm struggling in South Africa. It's going to be as violent and as bitter as it has been anywhere in the world, I think.
3: Our no one and erode the values you built South Africa on. Values of service to our people. Radio Two Thousand. Music. Our music, your memories.